Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Jen Melgerdy, who's with the Bushy Hill Nature Center and Incarnation Center. Jen, welcome. How are you? I'm great, Pete. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for coming down. Thanks for coming down. So, Jen, tell us a little bit about yourself and what role you play with Bushy Hill. Sure. So I am the director of Bushy Hill, the nature center in that department. And um, I am also now running the Steward Outdoor Day School uh, for local um, day students to come by, too. Oh, cool. Cool. And from what I understand, and I'm not going to make you cry, you took over from a friend of ours. Well, he and I work together. Who, um, who and we've been together like all this time. What's that? Who and he left us. just left us both via text message. Yes, <laughs> yes. I've never, last time I got broken up with by somebody, texting didn't exist. So right. it was extra um, heartbreaking. Right. <laughs> just to clarify, right. Brendan and I were not together. I know a lot of kids used to think we were yeah. happily married. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But he's my, he was my partner for eight years here. We were, you know, best buds, hung out every single day and oh, yeah. created what we have here today together. And so, um, yeah, so that's my first week back in without him. I, I will admit that I cried probably every day. So, but I'm better now. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna say he actually, him and I coached JV football together with Morgan. So those, JV football games on Saturday morning bus rides all over the state. It's like you sort of get to know somebody all over the oh, for sure. <laughs> throughout the years. And then then he coached lacrosse and I helped out with that. And then, we, then him and I spent many a Saturdays and weekends together. It's like then you get a message that he took another job and he moved. It's like, I know, I know. I mean, you got to be happy for him. He's with he's near his siblings. He gets to watch his nieces grow up. You can't like. You can't fault the guy, but no, of I mean, course not. And course he can not. lean on, I guess, the excuse of COVID made it so he couldn't say goodbye. But yeah, yeah, yeah uh huh. Sure. <laughs> but he but you're, up... you know, your your sweatshirt there. You're you're yeah. making me feel like he's in the room with us. I like... know, I know. I I actually had this. I actually wear this to work every day and have it on the back of my chair. So I'm like, you know what? I got to bring this. I got to bring the sweatshirt with me tonight to the studio. <laughs> so Jen, tell us a little bit about how. COVID has affected what's going on with Bushy Hill? Yeah, so um, yeah, a year ago, we all came back. We were on this big training trip um, down for ACA for, for our accreditation stuff. And we got back and COVID hit. Like we got back Thursday night, the next day, everything shut down. And so um, it really, it hit us hard. We lost all of our conference groups that would come. We weren't allowed to run our overnight camp program last year. Um, so incarnation is the is the big picture here, and Bushy Hills a, a department of it. Sure. Um, thankfully, we were able to figure out, and the governor allowed us to run our day camp programs. Okay. So Bushy Hill and Pequot Sherwood Day Camp, um, typically it's our sister camp. We usually run separately. Last summer we ran together and did a combined camp. And I have to shout out to all of our families that were patient with us and we're so incredibly grateful to them for sticking with us through it. We had an incredibly successfully safe summer last year and we learned a lot from that. So um, without having the overnight camp and without having our um, conference groups, it has really given us a, a financial hit here pretty hard. Right. Um, 
But, you know, in the fall, when the kids were going back to school, we did, uh, we helped support the hybrid programs and the remote learner learners and stuff. We were able to open our doors because of being able to run camp so successfully. We knew that we could keep the kids safe while they were here for that too. And so, um, so that's kind of it in a nutshell. And then a positive that kind of came out of all of it yeah. is um, while the nature center has been closed, uh, we've been able to explore this new school that I'm that I'm running now. Um, so the Steward Outdoor School, we've had that as a semester uh, middle school residential semester school for the last three years, but we've talked about um, expanding it to becoming a day school for local kiddos. And um, COVID, you know, gave us that opportunity because things slowed down so much. We were able to focus on, oh hey, let's bring that out now and let's do that now and and there's a need for it. And so we uh, we started in January a whole new school. <laughs> so so that's kind of, that's us in a nutshell in the last year. And thankfully we can have all three camps this summer, overnight camp and both day camps will run separately. And so we're very excited for that. Yeah, but from what I understand, the other thing that COVID affected is you guys aren't maple sugaring this year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. I, you know what? I should have, I should have given you a call like two weeks ago because with the school, with the Stewart students, I've got five students in my class. They're yep. grades second, third, and fourth. Yep. And um, part of the curriculum is sugaring. So while we didn't open up the whole sugar shack, yeah. um, we did, I did tell the kids, let's, I'm going to teach you the process, but we did it the old fashioned way. And so I don't know, Brendan, you know, that was his baby. That was his thing. Oh yeah. I certainly can't replace him, you know, no. but uh and I collected probably about 20 gallons of, uh, of sap from three trees here on property. We threw them in a big pot and put it over the over the coals of the open fire, and we boiled it. We didn't scorch it. <laughs> Good thing. Say, you're not a true sugarer unless you burn a pan. And so <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't scorch it, but we boiled it past syrup, not quite to maple sugar, but almost a sugar candy. Okay. <laughs> It has a maple flavor, and and we didn't burn it. So I told the kids the experiment worked. <laughs> there you go. How'd it come out? It was, it was like um, it was like a I guess like a molassesy kind of thickness, sort of. <laughs> I can't okay. even describe it. Very toffee like. <laughs> All right. So, I thought it tasted good. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And of course, there's always a next year. Exactly next year, and we are looking forward to that in Georgia. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever met Georgia, no. but she um, she runs our farm and and oversees our preschool program in the summer and yeah. is one of our program teachers. You know how it is over here at Bush Hill. We all wear many hats, and yeah. so um, so Georgia is excited to take on the Sugar Shack next year, and she's got big plans. And uh, so you'll definitely you have to meet her. And and I don't know if you like farm animals, but if you do, you can come down and do some chicken art with her. We get the out there painting with uh with our participants and stuff oh, cool. you know, it sounds weird but it's fun <laughs> oh, cool. so what what for the summer camp for this year for this season for the season what's it going to look like yeah so i mean i i'm blown away already so clearly the kids need it because at bushy hill right now mm -hmm. i'm uh significantly further ahead than i am typically at this year for our day camp program um, so let's say I have normally, you know, uh, you know, 200 kids signed up at this point this year, I've got 400 signed up already. So 
It's, um, yeah, so it's, it's great. The seedlings, which is our preschool program for ages four and five, um, those guys were already on a wait list. We figured out a way to open up more space for them. So we were able to expand our program. Um, and so I guess another, I guess, benefit of COVID is that we've needed to expand our summer camp programming and stuff. So this summer, yeah, if people are looking to, to send their kids to Bushy Hill, uh, I'll tell you right now, like we're, we're getting full, we're over 50% full for the summer at this point. So they should, uh, they should definitely reach out soon, get their deposit in to hold their spot. They don't necessarily have to hold it, pay it up front, but just um, they can get their, do the deposit and hold the spot for their kiddos. So, yeah. Actually, when I went out, last time I was up on the property with Brandon, he gave me the tour, but we were riding around in one of his vehicles. In the Gator? Yeah. <laughs> and he loves the Gator. I'm like, Brendan, he'll drive that around in the middle of winter and be like, I'm going to give a tour and, you know, it's like 20 degrees out. I'm like, hey, how about you get a van instead? Like, you know, put the people inside something so they don't like freeze to death while you're giving them the tour. <laughs> but he likes to, he likes to cruise around in that thing. So oh, you have to come out and go for a hike. You only saw half the property. I did. Yeah. Did he, did. did he take you down to the lake? Yes. I love that lake. We did. I love it. It's clean. It's there's no motorboats on it. It's private. So that's another difference between us and other camps is our lake is a, it's owned like it's a mile long lake. It's spring fed. We own the lake. We own the property all around the lake. Um, so it's really nice and private and secure. So just come hike there sometime. Now, as far as after the summer is over and summer camp is over, are you guys a year-round operation? Yeah, yeah. So um, now that like COVID, it, with the with the vaccines and everything coming out, right? Uh, we're really hopeful that um, things will return to a semi-normal schedule for us at least. Obviously, we have new protocols in place for safety and stuff, right. but. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, summer camp ends and the Bushy Hill Department never stops. We never, I, I guess December is when we sleep. So exactly. um, we jump right into school programs and uh, typically in a typical year, we'll have schools coming to us for field trips or anywhere from our indigenous studies programs where they get to, um, you know, we, we hand around tools, different um, artifacts that are replicas of different Native American tools and things from, you know, hundreds of years ago and let the kids feel and touch and use these things to you know our ropes course our high and low ropes course we have our ponds for our wetlands programs the farm the schools will come to us and then um in the winter it kind of quiets down a little bit so we get to breathe yeah, right. <laughs> so, and then sugar season open you know starts up and that's just you know, it's go, go, go nonstop for, you know, a month. <laughs> so, right. And then by the time, like right now, where we'd be picking up sugar season, we'd be starting to clean the pans and everything, put things away. And we go right into like April vacation camp. We'll have a week there. School programs would normally start picking up again. So this spring, it's, it's relatively quiet just because the schools still are recovering and stuff. But uh, we anticipate next year, that uh, um, we hope to have our schools back and visiting again. And so it's it stays busy here all year. Yeah. People don't realize it. They don't realize it. Oh boy. So. Jen, would you mind sticking around for another segment? Absolutely. All right. We'll be right back. 
smart TVs and streaming services have taken over the television industry. VSC TV is proud to announce our presence on Apple TV and Roku to make watching your favorite shows even easier. You can access this service by downloading the Cablecast ScreenWeave app. Then choose Valley Shore Community TV from the list of channels. Select VSC TV Live to watch our channel in full HD or pick a show from our on-demand video library. VSC-TV is your local Connecticut Midshore Valley digital connection. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti, sitting here with Jen Malgerty from Bushy Hill Nature Center. Jen, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. So, Jen, we were talking a little, in a little bit about the first segment about the new program that you guys have with the Stewart Outdoor School. Can yeah. we talk about that maybe a little bit more in detail? Yeah, I'm super excited about this. This is like a dream come true for me. Um, so, the Stewart Outdoor School uh, started a few years back as a residential um, middle school, semester school. So, the kiddos would come to us for a semester and they go out on trips, depending on the semester, if it's fall or the spring, the, the curriculum will, will be guided that way. But um, they'll go out on trips, for example, in the fall, they go up to Acadia within the first week and they spend a week up in, in Acadia, Maine, uh, camping and exploring and learning by just immersing themselves into, into nature and into the different science labs that are offered up there at some of their nature centers. They go out kayaking and they, you know, explore the, the forests and stuff. Um, they come back, they're here on our property for a bit. Uh, another trip, they might go biking through the Cape and stuff again for a few days and everything. So that's, um, and then with, within that, there's a lot of uh, science and, and math and literacy going on um, day to day with the, with the residential kiddos. Uh, this year, I got to open the Stewart Outdoor Day School, which has been, was like kind of the long-term plan. So we started with the middle school and then we said, oh, well, at some point we're going to open an elementary school that would be a day school. Um, and so it's outdoor education. Uh, we spend the majority of our days outside. I do have a classroom space. Certain things do need to be done in a classroom space. But um, like days like today where it was really cold, we did a lot of... <laughs> indoor stuff um, but you know last week when it was gorgeous we took our notebooks we went and sat by the teepee pond and we wrote haikus and acrostic poems we brought our reading books out there and that was how we ended our day our the day began with us planting our seeds we have a big gardening unit coming up and sustainability unit coming up that we're studying and um so the kids are doing all of the the stuff that you would do in, in a traditional classroom, but they're actually doing it. They're not reading about it or, you know, they're, they're immersed into it. And so it's very hands-on, um, you know, a lot of different um, performance-based activities for them to do. So it's um, very, it, it's just, I'm very excited about it. And uh, we've got five students right now that started the semester with us and I'm grateful to them and their families. And I, I can't wait for next year. And we've already got some of the younger kids looking to sign up with us. So it's, if, um, you know, if folks are looking for 
you know, something a little bit different than that traditional classroom space where they're still learning a lot of the same stuff, the standards that guide the, the public schools. I use those to guide our curriculum here. Um, so they're all still on the same levels as their peers and other school systems, uh, but it's just presented in a different manner. We're outdoors as much as possible. Like I, all of us, the kids and I today, we're like, where'd that beautiful weather go? Because we really want to take our classroom outside. <laughs> and so, um, and it's nice because we have, like I said, we have the 740 acres here. So it's a classroom without walls and the lake, we can study the lake. We can take all of those science experiments and, and really delve into it and, and go in more and deeper with it with the kids. As a matter of fact, when Brandon and I were up there last, last time we were up there together and he was, we were, we were riding around on the gator together, he showed me the zip line. <laughs> He probably didn't share with you that um, I got up on the platform and I sat there for about half an hour crying because I couldn't jump off of it. No, but he promised me, he was like, next time I have you up here, Ms. Eddie, we're going to get you on that zip line. I'm like, Oh gosh, okay. well, yeah, anytime. Anytime okay. you come up, I will not, I will not go up there, but I will cheer you on from the ground. I'm really good at belaying people. I, I keep you safe and, and tight on your, on your line. You will not fall if I'm belaying you. <laughs> All right, that works. You come up, We've got, we got people that are running it. So oh, yeah, <laughs> anytime. Absolutely. So, what, so what, what, what else is Bushy Hill up to? Yeah, so um, right now we're getting everything ready for camp. Um, the conference groups are getting together. Georgia down at the farm, she's been um, working with the animals and socializing them. Some of the kids um, in the steward school last semester were working on training our donkeys. And I don't know if you if you know much about donkeys, but they tend to, uh, they tend to not cooperate. <laughs> so, they tend to be a little stubborn sometimes. <laughs> so, um, so the kids though, they got them to lift their paw, or not their paw, their, their hooves on, on command. They would bow their heads down to them and stuff. So, um, so she's been doing a lot of training with the animals. Um, the chicken art, I'm telling you, chicken art, it's so funny because she'll spread out this tarp and put like little blobs of, of paint on it and the chickens come running. The minute they see the tarp come out, they come running. They love walking through it and walking on your canvases and stuff. And it's just, it's hysterical, let me tell you. And uh, so we've got that going on. We are, um, the nature center itself is kind of on hold with workshops and things for right now, just to get through getting everybody vaccinated and stuff. But if people are interested and they wanna come in and check out the nature center or meet any of the animals, um, they're welcome to give us a call or to shoot us an email and set up an appointment and we'll do it by appointment. Uh, our hiking trails, like I mentioned, we have the 740 acres. All our hiking trails are open um, to the public. We do, and that's an annual thing. We do close down um, every June 1st and all the way through September 1st because that's when camp is in session and we've got all the kids on property. So to keep everybody safe, um, we ask that the public doesn't come during the summer but the rest of the year, dawn to dusk, the property's open. Our buildings are currently closed again because of COVID, but the trails are open. And I gotta say like, it's been really great seeing more people out hiking and exploring and just living that healthy lifestyle of, of realizing that you don't need to be afraid of the forest. The forest is actually our friend. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so there's a lot of hiking going on right now. And right now actually with the mud and everything, perfect time to go looking for tracks and stuff too so which is really exciting 
Absolutely, um, absolutely. You guys are a very busy nature center. I know. I'm sure there's more we do, and I'm just not even telling you. George is probably sitting in the other room listening, being like, why didn't you tell him about this? Why didn't you tell him yeah, about that? Yeah, <laughs> right, probably. We're just so busy. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I, I think one of these days, Pete and Mazzetti has to come up. I would very much like that. I would very much like that. Anytime. And uh, and George is around on Saturdays. So we're here the, right now. Currently, Sunday's the only day that we don't, we're not manned with anybody. But if you come around or if you shoot us an email and say, hey, I'm coming up on this day, we'll make sure one of us is here to give you a tour and and uh, we'll find somebody to get you up on that zip line for sure. I was gonna, I was gonna say if I was gonna say if we if we if we, if I if I come up if I come up one of these days, maybe I'll bring a camera with me. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. You got to wear that sweatshirt though. That's the only way you're allowed up there. Actually, I might have to. I was gonna actually ask you. I might need another one because this one's starting to fray and fall apart. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Well, let's see. Wait till the summer. Let's see what we get in for uh, merchandise in the summer. I got a long sleeve shirt. I can give you that too. No so we'll get you, we'll get you all bushy hilled up. <laughs> we'll bill it to Brandon. Yeah, definitely. We'll, 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 we'll send the bill to him. So if people don't, if people don't know, and we're going to talk about Brandon Highland, if people don't know who was Brandon Highland and what type of guy was he like, you, obviously, you know what he was like. I know what he was like, but many people don't know what he was like. What so, describe Brandon so first Highland up, to he's me. He's still alive, everybody. Right, absolutely. <laughs> around he's still, he's um, still around he's but he terrible didn't. at texting he does not get back to people he breaks up with his friends over text apparently yes so, but he um no he's an amazing guy and that's why we can joke so much about him because oh, absolutely, absolutely. he um gosh he was my partner for years uh just he's so smart and he's funny and he's creative and athletic and right. just um I don't know, like a, <laughs> I don't know. Well, when he gets fuzzy with his beard and his crazy hair, like he looks like a bear coming out of the woods. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> and you feel like you could just give him a hug. So he's he's a jack of all trades and um, and we miss having him here. He was the summer camp director for the last couple of years. Yep. Um, and he was my assistant director with me here and he, just help build all the programs that we have. He's a great educator. Um, so he's, uh, yeah, he's doing good things. He's up in Massachusetts now. Yeah. Um, he's a park ranger. So, you know, doing, keeping the public and the land safe like only Brendan Hyland can do. Oh boy, <laughs> oh boy. As a matter of fact, speaking of the land and public space, mm. one, of, one of my regular guests on the show is Eric Hammerling from the Connecticut Forest and Park Association, who I'm sure oh, you're nice. aware of. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. I've done, um, we've done a couple of uh, programs. I've gone to some of their programs oh, okay. um, so I can expand my learning and stuff. So, so my background is um, in education as well. I actually grew up through the Bushy Hill program. I'm, I'm old enough to be one of the first classes of Bushy Hill campers to have gone Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but um so i grew up all through this and then i went off and i taught in public ed for about 15 years i was away and then i came back to to join the team here and expand it and stuff and so like i said i'm so excited because not only do i love biology and science and nature but i love this place in particular there's just something so special about incarnation center and bushy hill yeah. and now i get to also open a school and just bring all of that together so it's just um 
Yeah, it's and and like I said, Brendan and I had a lot of dreams that that I'm starting to see happen now that he and I dreamt up together. So um, so you've got his sweatshirt, I've got his desk. <laughs> oh, you have his, all desk. his ideas. <laughs> okay, you have his desk in his office. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what I got. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, I actually know where his office is because when he brought me in, he actually showed me his office. Oh, good, good. Yeah, well, you'll, so. you'll see my desk in there. It's across from his. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so we got a little bit more time left. So what else do we want to talk about as far as the summer camps go and maybe some of the programs? Yeah, sure. So um, I'll just run through the different programs that we have real quick. We got about 90 campuses. seconds. So. There's, oh, 90 seconds. Okay, so we have the Seedlings um, program, which is for preschoolers. Okay. And that is uh, ages uh, four and five. Okay. And they do not swim in our lake. I'll just clarify that with folks. And then day camp, our day camp program is for elementary age students. And then for the teens, we have Bushy Mountain uh, Teen Camp, which is kind of an extension of our day camp program. And then we have the Scout Wilderness Survival Camp, where you're learning wilderness skills and such. And that's again for the teenagers. And then our CIT program is where you're learning to become um, a counselor in training and learning to kind of change your view from camper to more of a staff member. So those are the, that's that, that's camp in a nutshell. And um, Seedlings is, is close to being on waitlist for every session, session, what used to be session three, I can't remember what number it is now for day camp, is getting full fast. It's right in the middle of summer. So if, if folks are looking to go to camp in the middle of summer, they need to sign up soon. Exactly, exactly. And if people want more, people want more information on Bushy Hill, where can they go? Sure, so we have our Facebook page, the Bushy Hill Nature Center Facebook page. Um, they can go to bushyhill.org. Um, and then if people are interested in the new Stewart Outdoor Day School, they can go to stewartoutdoordayschool.org as well. All of the programs that we have here are listed on the Incarnation web website as well, which is incarnation.org. Cool. Oh, sorry, incarnationcenter.org. Cool. So. Jen Melgrady from the Bushy Hill Nature Center, thanks for some time, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you so much. It was great seeing you. Thanks, Jen. You too. On behalf of Jen Melgrady, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thank you. Good night, and we'll see you next time.